Well, Brent is gay, and Kaylin's gay, and Clark is gay, and Ryan's gay, and Adam's gay. It's Homo Superior. Issue 242. I'm Kaylin. I'm Clark. I'm Ryan Crawl. This week, Miss Marvel heads to Pakistan. John Krasinski isn't so fantastic, comma, mister. And Magneto makes a decision. Plus, as always, we want you to plug us, you little homos. Before we get into our episode, a little housekeeping. If you haven't heard, we had our fourth and final Wikipedia focusing on Avengers, New Avengers, Infinity, and Secret Wars. It's a mixed bag, but our review isn't. Go and, listen to and it. Boy, was it a lot of reading and rereading for the three of us. And, and the other two dumb dumbs never read anything. Well, so. they're illiterate, so yeah. they didn't even read it at all. So, yeah, give it a listen. It's nice. Yeah. But let's get into our episode. First up, See You Next TV, which is our weekly segment focused on the latest and greatest of the MCU Disney Plus TV shows. Well, we sometimes digest entire seasons as extra issues. We know folks can't wait to talk about weekly spoilers and reveals. So let's get down with it with the fourth episode of Miss Marvel titled Seeing Red. So Kamala and her mom, they head to Karachi, uh, Pakistan, uh, meet up with their grandmother, uh, and then they meet up with a different group called the Red Daggers. There's a lot of little secret societies going on in the Miss Marvel universe here. Uh, a fight ensues. The clandestine, uh, they escape from uh, the damage control prison. Easy. Uh, I know. That was way too easy. Uh, and then uh, Kamala gets transported back to 1942, or 1947, I guess, whenever partition was, mm-hmm. uh, to the train station uh, of um, uh, where her great-grandmother uh, disappeared. So uh, a lot happened in this episode. Um, what did you guys think? This reminded me of when Moon Knight, the first time you went to Egypt, and it was like, oh, my word, but better. Yeah, yeah, uh, yeah, yeah, it, yeah, was, yeah. it was fun. Um, the Red Daggers are already really, really great. Um, I like that uh, Kamala has two love interests and they're gonna compete for her they're both so cute they're so damn cute the way this this episode um obviously she's in karachi right now and it they could have not leaned into the teen aspect and they did it still in a very fun way where they were all getting together they were drinking and like having a great time i i like that that this still is the same vibe as the earlier episodes even though she's like on a road trip and it's getting pretty serious in terms of the plot yeah um, I said, since I didn't watch it last uh, last week, I wanted to quickly, quickly say what I thought. Um, I mean, I liked it a lot better than what you guys made it sound like. I still, what's her best friend's name? Nakia. I, I don't know why you guys love her so much. She's literally just a mouthpiece for very good politics. That's it. Maybe that's why she, I like her. She has no characterization at all. Well, she's just a person I'm who glad wanders. she's at the role I mean, that she's at. There. And now yeah. she's <laughs> mad at her friend on, on text. I, I don't care. I don't care. That's the kind of character I hate is the person who won't even slightly be like, oh, oh, have that oh you won't tell me about the fact that if I know this fact, I might get killed. Well, then I'm mad at you. Fuck you. Anyways. Teen- teenage hormones. Yeah, I don't care. I hate her. Um, This episode. No, I like her politics, though. Anyways, <laughs> I another thing I hate. I oh. do not like Aramis Knight's acting at all. He's not good. He's bad. He was, if you see um, Into the Badlands, good show, ruined by him whenever he puts one foot on the fucking screen. He's a, a good. Why was he he's good stepping at, on the screen? He's good like at that, acting. I mean, he's not good at acting. He's good at fighting. Yeah. And I that's mean, why he was in that show, and that's why he's in this show, but there's nothing about him that's exciting. His hair is That's your rotten awful. review of last week. How did you hate this week? The no, that Aramis Knight is the Red, week. Red Dagger. Oh, Red okay. Dagger. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I love the fact, like, I'll tell you all about this later when you're ready. The, uh, well, yeah, uh, I mean, that's just And a then, of course, you're going to die. And literally, like, he gives her the, the, the 
the outfit and then like immediately dies. I'm like, okay, this is this is a trope that went so fast. We didn't even have time to say, oh, it's a trope. Like literally, it was just so fucking quick. Meanwhile, I love the relationship between her and her mother and her grandmother and all the three intertwined. Like the first ten minutes yeah. are fantastic. I love the shitty cousins who just be like, all right, you do whatever the fuck you want in this country you've been into like maybe once in your life. Right. And Bobby <laughs> suck out. So the I I. I I, I feel like I'm a broken record here because the cultural stuff is so good and the superhero mm-hmm. stuff is just okay. The cultural stuff like makes up for it because yeah. I have been Kamala where I have gone back to the country of or my country of origin and it's this overwhelming experience even so much so that like I don't know if you picked up on it when the flight attendant goes please everybody can you keep seated. Yeah. It is a very South Asian thing for them to get up even before the plane lands to get all their bags out because they think they can get off the plane faster. It is insane. My parents and I, we constantly bitch about it. It's like, can y'all just stay <laughs> seated? That. But they got that right. And then like when Kamala gets out of the airport and just the overwhelming sensation of all the people, the sights, the smells, yes. like everything, like that, I have been her. Like I have experienced that. And then, you know, the family coming in the middle of the night to pick him up because that's when the flight's from you know, the United States to India and Pakistan have to come in. All of it's great. And agree with you, Clark. The cousins were so snooty. They were perfect. Yeah. Even using the term ABCDs. I wish they didn't explain it, but like, uh, I know they, they probably, they kind of had to. Spidey people. Yeah. Terrible people like me. But uh, <laughs> like, they, they made a joke out of it. It's like, if you don't know what that means, it's American born confused. It's like, I know what that means. It's <laughs> How like, was Ryan doing that voice, by the way? That was no, Kayla. It, wasn't. it was not. Uh, but the superhero stuff again, it's just it's just okay. I agree. Um, the one I think the powers are showing pretty okay in the show. Like the way she, the way the powers show up d- don't uh, are not a hindrance in the, in the way that I'm worried about. Like She Hulk and like we've seen some of the bad powers in the past. I think it looks okay. I this is just me and a superhero beef. I need her in her full costume all the time. We're almost there. We're I almost, know. You saw the I colors. Know. You're getting it together. Do you know I what know. I really like? I like in the Red Dagger, like, throne room, whatever the fuck that room is, they just had a huge diorama that pops out of the ground, and all it is is to show one tiny light show. Correct. Like, that's it. They couldn't just, like, had a picture of it or anything. Just had to waste so much money, Red Dagger. Wild. Yeah. I'm into that. I am into, into, like, good guy and bad guy layers where they spend a lot of money for nothing. Yeah. It's that flourish. I'm into for it. Okay. They're behind some sort of meat hellhole in the front. Of the two love interests, who are you more into? I'm the Go. one that actually can moderately act. That's who I'm for. Okay, so the first one. Cameron. Yeah. Yeah. Cameron, yeah. <laughs> Whose yeah. mother is just like, see ya. <laughs> she's like, yeah, you're terrible. And she has like the most like vicious look oh too. Oh my yeah, God. She's... And her acting is really well done because when she's screaming in those like uh, in the cars and she's like, get out. Like I was like, oh my God, she is like going. She's great. For... Yeah. She's, she's really great. hateable in a good way. Yeah. Oh yeah. She's okay. just acting. Not a love to hate, but like a Her and that damage control hate. girl are doing it yep putting in the work they, they just are. wander the streets and find the bitchiest looking faces in in hollywood <laughs> we're and not go, saying that <laughs> wait so nobody here is a bruno we stan resting um i i like him i think no it's, i, I think for I can, syndrome i'm not into it i can see the red daggers already i flags already with him <laughs> so i don't think it's gonna work out no i want him to, I, I also feel bad i want him to go to caltech no i'm like no just go go live your life don't you have to be stuck with this woman the entire rest of your life you mean calcutta tech <laughs> no. What? 
He has That's a Simpsons joke, I know. I know, but I don't want to <laughs> say it. Anyways, yes, I want him to leave. And I was like, I might want to stay for you. Fuck you. No, go. Go. Yeah, no, Live you're your too, life, do you're, your thing. Yeah. You're a fucking seven year old kid. I mean, we can always do this with like teen dramas or whatever. Like, you're just young. You don't really feel these yeah. emotions right now, but it, it, it's such a volatile time. But <laughs> if any 16 year olds are listening, don't do what I just told you not to and do. And then also, we're sorry. Wait, that's too many negatives. I know, that's I don't. Why I did it. Yeah, okay. Don't do what I told you not to do. Like, because I do what I told, told you, to, you do. to do. Yeah, do yeah, as I, yeah, yeah, yeah. Do as I say and do as I do. Yeah, 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 yeah. Because I left my boyfriend then. I left my best friend who was a girl that I was in love with and then went to California, everybody. Didn't you know that? Oh. None it's a of, secret origin of Clark of, Whitehead. None of, none of those things were true. Oh. It's, uh, yeah, it's uh, I have three no li- friends. Three and lies and no truths. Yeah. Um, all the men in this show, especially all the South Asian men, are just so damn attractive. I know. It's true. It's like uh, it's the guy true. who died, uh, 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 Wahib, what was his name? Uh, he was like the main red dagger. Yeah. Uh, he was very do, good looking. You know, do you, do you know who the guy I found hottest? Who? Do you remember the one second where the guy like, gives her that shirt? Oh, I thought that guy was so hot. Uh, not the sunglass guy. No, literally just a guy who gives her a shirt. Uh, in, the, in like a stand. Oh, okay. remember he's like five hundred somethings, and yeah. she only is three or something. That she ended up probably paying the five hundred. Oh, yeah. I thought he was okay. I thought the sunglass well, guy was cuter. Guy. He was but maybe really it was odd, the yeah. same guy. I don't know. Uh, I thought the guy. I don't remember the sunglasses guy at all. I think the guy playing the guitar on the beach was really, really good looking. Oh yeah, but a douche, like clearly a douche. Well, yeah, every guy playing a guitar on a beach is a douchebag. Well, I'm sorry, said, honestly, yeah. yeah, Chris Isaac, I'm talking about you. <laughs> all right, anything else in Miss Marvel? Well, I'm hearing a sound. It's news flash. So as we mentioned at the start of the episode, uh, John Krasinski was only Mr. Fantastic for a hot second uh, when he was killed off by Wanda in uh, Doctor Strange and the Multiverse of Madness. Sam Raimi and Kevin Feige basically said, yeah, we decided to do a little fan service there and uh, we know he's not coming back. And I personally am very happy because I don't really want him to be Mr. Fantastic. Mm -hmm. I think we need a nerdier actor. Okay. Yeah. It was just strictly fan service, and we knew it from a mile away. Um, I think we even chatted about it on this yeah. podcast a couple of times. Uh, give me unknowns for all big roles. We've already, going yeah, when you said this, I don't yeah. care. Next. All right. Great. So, so <laughs> moving on to Sony, uh, we've gotten some more information about Madam Web. Emma Roberts is going to be cast into uh, uh, Madam Web, and there's a rumor flying around. This may be a secret, filthy, rumor. filthy dirty, stinky, rumor. ew, uh, <laughs> rumor that this is actually maybe a stealth Spider-Man project. What do y'all well, think? Well, it is a stealth Spider-Man project because it's a Spider-Man project. I mean, well, I mean like a Spider-Man movie, not just like a spinoff. Oh, that's what it N- said? Meaning not Madam Web, meaning it's someone I thought else. I was talking, it was, it was, it was a... Spider-Woman, stealth Spider-Woman. Well, yeah, speak on that. So, yeah, I think... And we're yeah, adding only you, female characters. Yeah, so uh, obviously there's a lot of Spider-Women out yeah, there. Yeah, we've got who's, who's It's from Euphoria. we got What's It's from um, Emma Roberts from Hell. Uh-huh. And we have um, Dakota Johnson from yelling at um, Ellen DeGeneres because she's garbage. Ellen DeGeneres, I mean. Of course. <laughs> yeah. Thank you um, for clarifying so that. So we have three Spider-Women, and that actually really fits in with the comics. Yeah. Um, that would make a lot of sense because we have... Spider Woman, potentially, I guess the Spider Spider Girl and Arachne. Arachne, yeah. Yeah. Oh, Ar- Ar- yeah. Um, and there's also rumors of Silk 
getting a project I as love well. Silk. I know Silk would be really fun to see to screen, but I think of of the white women that have been cast, probably don't pick one of them. No, no, no. no. Silk has Ms. to be Asian American. None of those three Absolutely. white women are going to play Iranya either. Yeah, <laughs> yeah please let oh, them not. Oh, that's a good point. Yeah, I mean, there are three Spider Women that are well white. At, at one point there was weren't two ladies going by Spider Woman or Spider Woman at the same time two in the Marvel Sp- Universe? Spider Girl, I well, thought. Madam Web died. Arachne no, took Marvel. her place, mm. and then one Spider Woman was killed off by the Cravens. I forgot her name. Yeah. Something. Yeah. And then there was one that was only in like three issues, who was the niece of the original Madam Web. Yeah. Lots of Spider. And then of course we got Julia Carpenter. I like Julia Carpenter a lot. Oh yeah, she, she was on Freedom Force. Yeah, of course, yeah, of course. Yeah. Uh, no, 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 she was not. That was Arachne. No, no, no. Uh, Julia like, Carpenter. Oh, God, who the fuck am I thinking? Who's the terrible one? The, the ter- main one. Who's the main one? Jessica Drew? <laughs> Jessica, Jessica Drew. Drew. I don't like Jessica one Drew. Of these, you sorry, I love one Arachne. One of these people will be Jessica Drew. because she is the, JD. She is JD. the most well-known of the bunch. Yeah, yeah, and Issa Rae is playing the voice of Jessica Drew into uh, Across the Spider-Verse. I almost called it Into the Across the Spider-Verse. Too many prepositions. Well, we don't know. <laughs> There's two projects that might be smashed together, and we don't know. We don't know the director of, of uh, this so one, but we know the director of... Get your shit together. So, Olivia Wilde is attached to some sort of uh, Sony-related Spider-Woman film. Spider-Woman thing, maybe. Yeah, exactly. So she could easily be the director, and if it's d- d- women, uh, uh, women run and directed by women, I think this could be a potential for yeah, not a Madam Web. It'll be and a then, potential for, and a then Helen kind of Mirren comes in t- as Madam Web. Oh my God, I would fucking die if it was Helen Mirren. Also, good, it yeah. feels very. Doesn't it feel very rude that they didn't cast a woman of a certain age to be Madam Web? Well, it's very there's, Amanda Waller. There's, there's, two, yeah. there's two Madam Webs though. I, there's a lot of Julie Carpenter is, is yeah. the Magnum, Madam Web for the last 15 years. Yeah, that's true. Yeah, so and who has been not used because of that fact? Because she has to be what? So you don't like Jessica Drew, but is there a Spider Woman, Spider Girl that's that your I favorite? Meant, I meant Je- I meant Jennifer Carpenter. Julie yeah. Carpenter's your favorite? God, I'm just making you- up. Listen here, if a woman's name starts with a J. I don't know what it is. No, I'm kidding. All right. I like Jessica Drew because she's a hot, hot mess. Um, okay. With this in mind, do you think Sony on some level realized we have all the spider characters that are not Spider-Man? Do you think we could do... Miss- oh, yeah, Ginny. I know Ginny, No, no, too. no. Captain Marvel I had... her yesterday. Captain Marvel had some mixed reviews, and I think a lot of people didn't feel like that. That, that was the female empowerment movie that we wanted. Yeah. So do we think Sony is trying to push for that by getting three strong leads to actually run this movie in the into action- the ground? Not into the ground, but maybe actually a good movie. Let's be hopeful. Well, well remember- we, we can't be hopeful. It's Sony. Okay. We can be hopeful that they won't shit but on the floor and we have to lick it up. But with actresses like this, I think there is some hope to it. Emma, it- Emma Roberts, you're listing that as a great actress? She's a bitch, but it's fun. You know? <sighs> I'm glad she died in Scream 4, everybody, just in case you didn't see it. Spoilers from a few oh, five, years ago. Oh, five, excuse me. Was it seven, eight? I don't know. Five. It was four. It was four. Wait. Uh, this five. five. Okay, five is the one that came out this four. year. Yeah, yeah, yeah. She dies. She's also the killer <gasps> in the fourth one. Gay gas. From did, 10 years ago. I didn't know that because I never saw the fourth one. Don't worry. Uh, is yeah. there any validity to that, though? Like that they're like trying to do a female run actually good <laughs> it could be i mean remember we also had black widow with like the two black mm-hmm. widows also so. not well received uh i think i think it got mixed reviews Let, let's say be charitable that like people like the first two-thirds of it and then the third act has a lot of problems of course and then they fucked up Taskmaster. and then we got the best black the female widow the well. female led tv shows have been much better than the female very true very especially miss marvel and i'm looking forward to she hulk and and, and wandavision um, yeah exactly. absolutely all right so Speaking uh 
yeah, speaking of gay, uh, we are going to get introduced to our first gay Spider-Man. The, the character's name is Web Weaver. Is that right? And it's going to be in... <laughs> we always get the names wrong. Web Weaver. That's hard for me to say. I think it's Dark Web, actually. <laughs> How dare Which you? Which is still a great name. It is a great name, and it should have been instead of Chasm. But it's <laughs> by a friend of podcast and great guy, uh, Steve Fox. He's going to be writing it into that anthology series, which is called Edge of Spider-Verse, I believe. Yeah. Are you reading any of those, Clark? Is that a no? Is a no. Okay. I'll probably read them all afterwards as a complete if collection. If it's free on, that, um, on Marvel Unlimited? Yeah. Yeah. I, I just wait, but yeah. wait three months and then, you know. The the visual itself looks really cool. I like that it's not the traditional red or blue. I like that um, yellow is in for the gays right now. And I really, I think. Yellow is a great color. It is. It truly is. Um, I think the visual looks really cool. And I really like what uh, he said about it where. Um, we're going to go with the, like, the, he's not going to be some watered-down gay guy. He's going to be, like, actually feminine and showing it off and be sassy and doing all that. Yeah, what, I, I really appreciate that. What, what did Steve say in his tweet? It's, like, uh, something like, you know, it's it, very femme or something like that. Yeah, or, exactly. Uh, uh, I think that's so cool. Like, uh, fearlessly femme. Fearlessly femme. That's it. I love that. Yeah. yeah. No, I think that's absolutely fantastic. In a mild related, but actually it is related, in queer Spider-Man adjacent news, Black Cat, there's a new miniseries with her and Iron Man. Yeah. Um, fighting against um, Iron Cat. Iron Cat, Iron yeah, Cat. yeah, yeah. And Iron Cat <laughs> is her um, ex-lesbian lover. Oh. Oh, cool. Yeah, All right. one of her two. She currently is dating um, a woman named Odessa Drake, and this one's name is something less important to me. I love that. But I, no, I'm excited. I mean, I... I it, you're going to tell me it's, a it's, bunch it's, of gay people is don't waiting. bicker. Come on. They're going to fight. Come on. I love that. And she wants to kill Iron Iron um Iron Man, so oh. fine by me. Okay. All right. So uh, I think that's it for newsflash. Uh, but I think we got a lot of issues, guys. Here. We got some issues we need to talk about. I have a lot of issues here. Um, uh, the issues is our weekly recap of all things X, along with a few of our favorite Marvel House writers and characters. This this week we have X Men Red number four, X Force number twenty nine, Sabretooth number four. And Marvel Voices Infinity comic featuring Iceman 3 and 4. We already covered 1 and 2, and we're going to bring it on home with these ones. Uh, first up is uh, a series that I think we all fucking love so much is X-Men Red number 4. Featuring Al Ewing, um, and Wal Cabal, Andres Genolet. I apologize for these pronunciations. It's because I don't know how to read. And Michael <laughs> Sta Maria. I, don't I think know. it's St. Maria. Thank you. Yeah. Well, there's an A in it. Um, uh, Magne <laughs> Magneto is juggling the Iraqi Council on the extreme measures taken last issue, where he fought some crazy ass motherfucker. Storm serving cunt on an intergalactic regroup is, for Xandra's recent murder in the Marauders, and Sunset and Wrong Slide, R.I.P., having a heart to heart about death and rebirth. Overall, what are your guys' first impressions of this issue? I'm excited for Wrong Slide to be on, on Arako. the Brotherhood. I know. Yeah. I was waiting for him to get on a team or be featured some way. I'm very excited. Uh, this book is so good. So it's good. just, it's like when I can't think of it getting better, it gets better. Like, you know, this is clearly like a, a quieter issue after, uh, you know, the, uh, the fight between Magneto and Tarn last issue. But like the three vignettes, you know, you've got, Magneto on the Great Ring basically giving up his immortality and saying Storm is doing the same thing. Storm is basically playing, you know, the, the Regent of Saul, 
And I love that Juan Cabal was the artist because he was also the artist for Al Ewing's Guardians of the Galaxy. Mm -hmm. So, like, it was really great seeing that kind of intergalactic council again. And then um, the the conversation between uh, recently recently re- resurrected Sunspot and Wrong Wrong Slide is a very mm-hmm. cute name, by the way. I, know. I just it's like philosophy, it's action, it's politics, it's yeah. you know all that stuff. It's like when Storm was asking you know that the counts that council whether they should resurrect Zandra, and when they're like some of them are like, no, you can't do that. Like the whatever that giant sphere person yeah, being with they, had, they had points yeah they, i mean they had valid points but like she's like oh no i wasn't asking y'all we've already done this, this. i did this 35 minutes ago this is the daughter of like the leader of our country it's it's wild Sandra of oh yeah yeah yeah, yeah. one of the, one of the Perfect. crazy things about this series which i really enjoy is you don't know who's going to show up. You don't know who's going to be in the cast. Um, it can kind of just be anyone. It can be anyone from Krakoa. Mm-hmm. It could be anyone from Araco, which I don't think any other book has featured this many characters like that. And then, but also, we're going to throw in Guardians of the Galaxy. We're going to yeah. throw in the greater Dick Ryder's showing up. He's Dick Ryder. Um, it's, yeah, and anyone can be in this. It's, it's fuck it. It's a fun ride. Like, uh, what do you guys, what are your guys' thoughts on? The potential permadeath that could be easily undone. Well, yeah, he literally says there are other back end ways to do it. Yeah. So I, Magneto and I wouldn't have even said that in front of him. Yeah, I. I oh, but my daughter can do it immediately. My fake daughter can resurrect me in a second. I mean, what it'll be is story wise, they'll probably go back to like pre House of X, uh, you know, uh, Powers of Ten, where Storm and Magneto and others just didn't die. Like the fact that like this yeah. is the cheat code that they all have. Mm-hmm. They've been showing like how easily they're dying off. It's because like writers are just like let's just fucking throw them, you know, into these impossible situations where they're getting killed left and right because we've got, you know, we've got a way to like resurrect them very very quickly. So was was wrong slides uh, chat was that just basically about a reincarnation? Was that sort of where he a could take just go back? And well, when he, he dies, would like he to, goes back to. Uh, well, he would like to die in other worlds. So when he's recreated, he's a completely joyful, different and, amalgam of himself. Yeah. A new person. I mean, yes and no. I mean, reincarnation. It's you generally don't remember what your past life, uh, but you know, there's always you know, w- there's you people know, that claim, but the people <laughs> that claim it. But uh, I think it's a little bit more like I am done with this. You know, this existence I'm over with and I want to make sure somebody else has the ability to sort of inhabit this body. It's almost like reverse reincarnation if you think about it. Because if your soul is going from body to body, this is a different soul coming into the body you used to inhabit. Yeah. Well, this is, it seems like it's every version of your soul in one body. Yeah. But one gets like the prominent sort of. Uh, No, it seems like it's literally an amalgam of. He's an entity based on all of the possibilities of himself. Yeah, that's what they. That's how they described it uh, in yeah. um, so ten, ten of Swords. <laughs> oh, so yeah. maybe just parts of each version come together, and then if he reincarnates or you know goes in other world and then comes back up, it's different parts of the other parts. So it's a different version of so different, but yeah. the same. Yeah, I love that. Yeah. yeah. Um. Anything else with this issue, guys? It's just great. Just um, to look forward I'm to happy it. Every any month. moment that can cleave. A gap between Storm and Black Panther is a okay for me. 
You don't want them together. No, it's, it's they shouldn't. Been, they shouldn't be together. It's been a fucking drag. It's one of the biggest retcons that happened many, many years ago. They're not together anymore. Just leave it the fuck let it, alone. Let it's it done. Be. I yeah. did love that she called out that like, oh, oh yeah. gentle was your agent, and he didn't tell you all this, and you didn't think I would fucking know. Yeah, yeah. Ah. Uh, great. It was a great moment. Also, bring gentle into this. Yeah, love that yeah. dude. Um, okay, moving on. We're going to talk about X-Force number 29. Um, this is writer Benjamin Percy and artist Robert Gill. Um, Cerebrex meets its end fucking finally, but not before killing a few more folks and Quint- Quentin Quire disappearing off the face of everything or the earth or Cerebro or we're, we're confused. All of you. Um, you said we had what do you so guys- many good comics coming up and I'm like, this one is in the mix. Yeah. So the, this is actually a big turd the, that fell on the ground. The not, shocking- not, not, it's a small turd by comparison to the usual turds that come out of this guy's asshole, but it's still a turd. All right. Well, I'm not going to shit on him that hard, um, but I will say I, how I am confused that this comic has gotten to go this long when other ones have been when cut it off. It doesn't fucking matter. And it's boring as shit. It's because Wolverine's in it, and it sells pretty well. Absolutely. Yeah. Okay, yeah. Uh, what did you guys think of the issue? Um, so I was actually kind of enjoying the storyline, but I thought this issue was pretty ho-hum, except for the Sage Omega Red stuff. I, that That yeah, is yeah. very That's intriguing to me. That's what hit home for me as well. Yeah. The, we, <laughs> it hit home for you? Have really you ever been home. mind-controlled by... Specifically Anyone? Sage and Omega Red? Yes. yes. Every Saturday night, he's mind-controlled. That's yeah. his life. I have one of his tentacles in me right now. Yeah. Um, mm. uh, I will say the... Uh, the the big overall moment where Quentin is getting his due and like I'm an Omega. This is my big moment. I wish it hit a little bit harder. It didn't hit at all. It just felt too small of an issue. I know to I was be being that. positive. It's, yeah. Um, well, stop it. <laughs> well, it's I. I, I, we've seen these moments over the years with like Iceman always has these Omega like moments who mm-hmm. like I'm an Omega, but uh, we need to see it done in a different way, not just defeating a big old beast. I need it personally. to be done in a different book. Okay, this book just seems too small. It's too too small stakes, even though it's like a fucking evil helmet that comes and is taking over and blah blah blah. It still feels small and silly. We have five characters fighting it, and then the fucking it just seems like nothing. I would like to see this book, and I'm not trying to get uh, fan fictiony here, but like how well connected the other books feel, like X Men Red. Mm-hmm. Going back to that for a second, where they immediately talked about what happened with Zandra, and like Marauders number three came out what like two weeks ago. And then, like, they reference X-Men number 12, which came out last week. So I'm really glad that, like, the shipment worked out well. Yeah. Um, I would like to see how this connects to what Professor Xavier is trying to do in Immortal X-Men. Because he is now getting, um, you know, some resistance on the Quiet Council. And there's, like, you know, wheels within wheels, factions within factions. The fact, that, the fact that Hope got on there, you know, against his own wishes. It's like, what, what would he do to employ you know, uh, X-Force to sort of hold on to power and keep power. And then, like, what games is Beast playing? And then what games is Sage playing with it within <laughs> that well. context? Like, that, when it's that, the book is super interesting. When it's just sort of these sort of, like, quasi-adventure stuff, it's just kind of, eh, it's not yeah. great. Yeah, it was better when we just had to deal with Beast being mo- a piece of shit. We, at least yeah, we, there, was some, there was something it's interesting behind study. that we could hate. We could hate something. Correct. Instead of just be middle of the road lame about it. Yeah. yeah. I mean, you start to see the cracks with uh, Krakoa in general with this and like how it's falling apart, which I appreciate. Which yes. We'll get into Sabretooth. <laughs> Do you guys have anything else about this issue? I'm so tired of Black Tom just being like there and dying immediately he and really, not mattering he really he's like the kenny of early no seasons no point in being on this comic 
Seriously, it's like he's like this the entire Kenny. series. He's been there so long and has done fuck all. I'd rather he uh, migrate over to Legion of X. I think he'd might be much more interesting there. Oh yeah, I could totally see that actually. I like that he and his cousin are both constantly getting murdered. Yeah, by that I idea. want him and Cipher to make out and just talk about Krakoa the whole time. <laughs> That'd be hot. I'd watch that part. Right? Totally. I yeah. want him and Banshee to make out. Ooh, I've seen that movie too. Have you? Okay, it was uh, a movie. It was a clip of a movie. <laughs> Well, like a five-minute clip on Pornhub of a movie that's much longer? Pornhub? This is in 2018. I don't know what you do. I'll tell you later. It's on Twitter. Um, Okay, moving on. Sabretooth number four by Victor Lavelle and Leonard Kirk. Love this bitch. Um, Sabretooth and his rowdy gang keep on keeping on, trying to escape the pit while also seemingly setting up the spark to fracture Krakoa even further and ruin this motherfucking utopia. What do you guys think of the general... Issue. So I, I enjoyed it, but I think the best thing about it was that info page that was um, Third Eye, I think, wrote basically where he goes, it's like, are these are the laws that we broke that made us go down there? Because yeah. like, because when yeah. others do that, they get on the quiet council. And so I it's know. like he basically it's it's a treatise uh, and a, a criticism of incarceration in our society. <laughs> and like, the, and the fact that Krakoa <laughs> itself is a, a flawed paradise. It's a flawed the, utopia there. Yeah. All of them should not be down there, but their point, even they said it in the issue when people were just talking in the fucking cave, like magma was just <laughs> like, yeah, that is fucked up that literally he was down there before that was even a rule. Mm-hmm. Yeah. On Kirk- and we all brought, we this all up. brought that Madam up. Madam Jeffries one, Madam, Madam Jeffries. Madam Jeffries. Oh, I'm doing that at Comic-Con. Madison Jeffries one is so depressing. It's just like, he's been dating this robot woman for, I know four years now, and yeah. now we're putting him in jail for it. Well, I you mean, know it's, what, it's you very know what I was thinking about. Uh, it's very loving versus Virginia, loving for Virginia or Lawrence v. Texas. So he was just trying to create a, like a actual area for for danger to hang out. Yeah, and then she gets fucking pissed. She leaves, and then she joins uh, what's my call? No, she's fighting yeah yeah well because her man got stolen and put in prison but yeah. also like moira did that she created her own little environment in krakoa and no one said a thing but yeah, she but I is guess also they're having all these machine right issues now. with yeah you know, i don't know it's just uh but she's yeah. a mutant too remember she they, they call her a mutant because she's a mutant machine that was created to do that at a she are this is this is a fun uh comic but i want to spend more time with all of the secondary characters mm-hmm. and i don't really care about sabertooth as much i'm like give me more skin talking about being crucified more than sabertooth that conversation example. between him and blob were like basically they're right. hinting at a brotherhood on on krakoa yes love that stuff of You'll course get a bit more skin <laughs> okay Ew. and um th- i mean i actually i mean marvel unlimited <laughs> there's a one shot with the, yeah uh, the generation x it's kids awful but we'll talk about that next week yeah great I right. can't wait. Yeah. Anything else with this issue? Uh, no, but I just wish this comic was coming out quicker because I think I would keep like because I was like I had to remember what happened in the last issue because yeah, it's been like two, two months. Yeah, two over two months I think. Uh, okay, so the, our last one for this issue is Marvel Voices Infinity Comic, and this is featuring Iceman number three and four, um, and this was written. Uh, drawn and done everything else by Luciano uh, Vecchio. Vecchio. Sorry, my apologies. Um, So um, in this issue, he kind of closes up his um, Pride Month sort of celebration. Uh, What did you guys think about it? It's, I think it's a very delightful little series. Mm -hmm. Um, You know, like it's, it seems weird why it went on certain, in certain uh, aspects, but I think Luciano has, gets Bobby's voice really well. And I like the interaction with Christian, with even with Romeo, a character I never really yeah, cared yeah. for yeah. before. Agreed. Um, you know, it's just like it's it's more. I like the idea of like Bobby Drake, like trying to 
be like I trying to find his gay self in like California and LA versus like doing totally. it in Krakoa. I think that's a very real thing. And he's making out with humans and inhumans totally. and mutants. Yeah. It's the, yeah, the, his journey now seems very relatable. Whereas yeah. even that he's fucking three people in like the span of yeah. a day. Yeah, yeah. Relatable. Like I yeah, said, it's very um, relatable. I mean, seeing the grace sort of started this where like, I think, uh, didn't the, uh, he had just a random hookup and they, he was like, what does it all mean? Like, so I'm glad this has expanded out to a larger story of him ending the issue with just wearing a harness at a gay dance party. You know what I mean? So like yeah, yeah, yeah. That's, yeah. that's progress. A white, that's progress. Where do you find that white harness? And you know, it's going to get dirty. Couldn't it just be it made would- of ice? Oh, I love that. Uh, that seems like, oh, we'll make your nipples really hard. So did, that's probably did why you're doing like it. When he, can he make his own? His, his nipples can be ice. They're already oh, hard. Oh, I love that. Did he, um, uh, did you like the part where he came down just in his underwear and they were like, um, is that your new costume? And he's like, no. And we were like, well, no one can tell. No <laughs> one can tell. <laughs> it's very true. <laughs> Christian was right. Yeah, for sure. I'm wearing that shirt to the next con as well. I like Christian's just like the ex you go back to whenever. He's probably good at sex. And anytime, like, anytime you're not dating you. a guy, he's the one you'll just go back to. For you're a like, yeah, he's, he's basically a fuck buddy I mean, at he this point. Care. He is. Yeah, Romeo, like, yeah. Romeo's probably where it's at, but you know. I, I'm glad that dad's dead. Oh, for sure. I, I wish I Potato Mouth Mom would be dead too. Well, because she's going to be sad and suddenly be an ally fair, because her husband's dead, but she also sucked. Clark, to be fair, Potato Mouth Mom, as you like to call her, has been working out because she lost. Like she they both, they dead. both like, lost quite a bit of. Well, yeah, he was. Well, well he was like, getting ready for Pride. They were just but poorly maybe drawn. She was too. Yeah. I uh, hope she eventually turns into the queerest folk mom. She uh, she's going to be a total P flag be, mom. Total yeah. P flag mom. She's the mom. That voted Republican her whole life, and then she saw what happened to Roe v. Wade the other week, and she's yeah. like, "I can't believe this!" And it's like, "Why yeah. are you coming now after my gay son?" Exactly. You know, she's definitely going to turn. We're talking a corner. about social issues now. Like, she will actually wake up. I yeah, hope. Exactly. Fingers uh, crossed. This yeah. issue felt very long. Number four, I should say. It did feel because very long. all this crap with like going to Jotunheim and all this it was just. Too long and too stupid. And th- it was just a character and villains thrown out of fucking nowhere. Like, I think oh, we sure, could have done without Loki. Right. Oh, yeah, certainly. But I kind of want to see them hook up. I, me, too. That was my problem. Yeah, you needed God in that force. But situation. I still, I really enjoyed this issue. Yeah. yeah. I, th- I thought it was great. Um, I, I just want to recommend, like, if you have a Marvel Unlimited, like, they're coming out with really character-driven yeah. stories that yeah, are yeah. really great. Um, we've, Fantastic. We've reviewed a bunch of them, like... If if you want to get consistent comics, and these are just full re with the app, Excellent I think it's actually stuff. really good. And also, uh, you're get they're and getting a lot artists. of cr- new artists, new creators <laughs> uh-huh. who aren't uh, on necessarily on the main books f- that are published uh, by Marvel. So like they're getting a chance to like really shine. And it's great. And the format when it works well, it works really well. Totally, yeah. And I would just say diversity is a thing that they're consciously doing as well, too. <laughs> diversity is what they're putting on for, for giving us for free Di- by comparison to actually. <laughs> well, you got to well, put well, back here. Just, so they're we just can't... shutting it behind a paywall on an app. I mean, on a website versus yeah. us actually getting the physical forms. Well, Adam's not here, so we can't talk about equ- uh, equity and inclusion on top of the diversity as well. <laughs> um, anything else with the issues, guys? No. Or we want to talk about any of your issues? Maybe next week. Okay, let's All do right. that. Um, as always, we like to wrap up with a little something we call Plug Me Daddy, where each of us get to quickly highlight something that we've read, seen, heard, or experienced and wanted to share with you our waning sort of the end of the month, Lil Homo Pride people. It is almost the end of Pride Month. Yeah. Wrath Month is next month, right? Exactly. 
So uh, I'll go first. Um, I picked up a graphic novel at Big Planet Comics, which is our, one of our local comic stores here mm-hmm. in Washington, D.C. It's called The Gay Giant. It's by uh, Gabriel uh, Ebensperger. Mm-hmm. And I only started reading it, but it's absolutely adorable. Um, it is uh, The art is gorgeous. It is about it's sort of a coming-of-age story of a very tall gay man <laughs> and then having to sort of deal with his sort of trials and tribulations. And I really like the format. It is done mostly in black and white but with a little bit of like a pink and red hue throughout mm-hmm. it. And um, he's a child of the 90s, much like myself. And so I really like get a lot of the cultural references. Uh, I've only read like maybe the first 20 to 30 pages, but I love it. And I'm going to continue loving it, I think. Nice. Uh, Clark? Well, I want to again reiterate that you should be watching Love Island because... Um, Ekansu. Coming up, Ek- a hottie enters the yeah. island. A, a, a bombshell. That's a bombshell. A bombshell yeah. Anyways, Ekansu <laughs> is the best thing I'm looking at. Yeah, that guy's attractive. Gabriel, Gabriel, whomever. Yeah, that's um, Jesus yeah. Christ, she's Ek- hot. Well, Ekansu is also attractive, not in a giving me a boner way, but just in terms of a I know she's pretty. Anyways, watch it. She's a fucking amazing. Anyways, the other thing I really watched this week is called Please. Wellington Paranormal. It's season four. <gasps> it's not oh, yet yeah. on HBO Max here, mm-hmm. but I mean, you can just it go is, and find actually. it on. No, That's no, not the first, not the fourth season yet. Correct. You're I right think they're just sorry. releasing season like three on July 23rd. I might be wrong. <laughs> and I think they, they, I read that they might be also doing four at right after three. But anyways, you got a month to find out. But anyways, Wellington Paranormal season four is much better than season three, which was worse than season two, which was slightly better than season one. Right. Well, I, uh, okay, I think I kept track of that. <laughs> two, some, four, two, four, one, three. Two, four, one, three. Okay, that's my. That's also my excellent show. Code. Very funny. People constantly getting murdered in the background, and the characters are like, uh, "Okay." Um, I would like to plug something close to my heart, which is Jurassic World Dominion. Oh, we okay. We, we got to talk about. We never actually talked about it. We all saw the movie, but it was truly a treasure. Camp, a camp dream, if you will. <laughs> um, and uh, summer I, camp, you would say. I would waking say nightmare. Su- some summer camp. Uh, go see it, um, or don't, or don't. Um, <laughs> but watch it at some point and just uh, in, indulge in your favorite thing, whether it be some sugar babies or a lot of pot, and just really yeah. enjoy the fucking movie because it's over the top and it's like. I, I think we're getting away from these summer blockbusters, which isn't the worst thing in the world, but this is just a fun one of like bringing back old characters. Uh, go ahead. Nothing. Are you talk? <laughs> and going. you guys I, can speak on this. Well, as well. I was going to, I wasn't going to say anything about the movie, but I was going to say a movie that Ryan and I watched, uh, the black phone. So good. Uh, so I, my I, roommate thought it was bad. No, it was not bad, but he thought I would hate it. Uh, I don't think you will like it because the more I thought about it after it's like, it doesn't make narrative sense. It okay, is, I, it is, it is one of those, yeah. It's very creepy. There's some like really interesting visual elements to it, and there's and the the acting is quite good. Yeah, especially by the kids. kids. By these the kids. children actors are so fucking good. It's but, outrageous. But like you have no real like what's the motivation it's of the house. grabber? They don't care what it's actually about. Yeah, uh, and it's like 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 I still don't understand like how. Mm-hmm the main protagonist like figured out certain things unless you give it like a supernatural element to which they kind of did. And that's why they added it. Yeah, Yeah. they kind of did, they kind of didn't. But it's like one of those annoying things of like it just has, it had a lot of plot holes for me. It did, Um, but still really great. Um, And also it's sort of like a call to the past and a look to the future as well. God. Oh, that's that? very so, poetic, Ryan Crow. <laughs> so I realized that when I explained well, Welling Paranormal, I said nothing about what the actual show was. It's a spinoff of what we do in the shadows. I probably talked about it before. It's two of the cops from the original movie 
being cops for paranormal activities in Wellington, um, oh, New Zealand. I didn't realize it was a spinoff. Okay. Yeah. This show it's is just so, so British and the, wonderful. The, yeah. It's new, from New Zealand. Is That's that what I meant. I'm sure they'd be very happy for you to say that. <laughs> yeah. My apologies. Anyways, the, the, the lead female is a lesbian, uh, and the lead guy is last name is Minogue, so that seems pretty gay. <gasps> oh, yeah. So maybe he's like, a, like the lost he's, Minogue he's, sibling. He's Kylie Minogue's and Danny Minogue's brother. Yeah, yeah I would love but that. But in the wrong country. Oh, yeah, it's true. Well, they're, they're right next door. They're right next door. Hey, I'm you know, sure really New Zealanders will love you saying they're almost Australian. It's really They're right everyone. next door. It's like Canada and U.S. You're they're not the same. They're right next door is what I'm saying. They're different, but it's close. It's like calling Americans British people and vice versa. No, well, neither one would be happy. Well, Cana- as a Canadian, I think it's closer. I'd love to be called British. <laughs> I think Canadians don't want to be called American. No, they definitely don't want to be called Americans, and Americans don't want to be called Canadians either. So Anyways, that's what I'm saying. Yes. As are infuriating an, so many people. As an Australian, as let me just say... Uh, good day. We've been Homo Superior, and thank you so much for listening to this issue. Happy end of Pride Month. Make sure you get it in before the end of the month, y'all. Um, get what in? Uh, uh, Monkeypox Far. Ah, uh, yes. Yeah. Okay. All right. Um, with that said, um, thank you so much. Uh, uh, try to find us on Twitter. Try to at Homo Superior X and Instagram. Smart to find. <laughs> <laughs> and on Instagram at Homo Superior Podcast. Thank you so much for listening. Um, if you like us or if you hate us, just give us five stars, please, and review us. And we you can say the nastiest fucking bullshit to us and we'll read it on air. Just but in our but just beforehand. give us five stars and then we'll say some crazy shit well, about it. Pull you. my hair, then it's you can fuck in me. My in mouth, it. Yeah, okay. And then Th- say that we're a bad podcast. Thank you so much. We really appreciate you it's listening. Uh, <laughs> you want to thank us one more time, thank Ryan? Thank you so, so much. Thank bye. you, Ryan Krell. No, thank All you, right. guys. Bye. The- bye.